coming to you from the pit in Royal Grande, California. Your hosts, John Hackleman and Dr. James Casper. It's time for Pitmaster and the Doc. Hey guys, what's up? Pitmaster here. I'm here with the Doc. What's up, John? Good to see you. Um, we're we're here in Hawaii. Uh, we're at the Hilton Hawaiian. They're doing. A, we're here in a suite because, uh, like, it's it's a timeshare. Like they try, you know, they try to sell you on a timeshare. And I'm I'm open for it if it if it works. But this is our third time here, and they've tried three times, and it just it just doesn't seem to make enough sense. I wish it did, because I like the idea of being part of the club. But it just it comes out to so much more money, um, and I don't see an upside to it. So, but we're gonna have our little meeting tomorrow. But it's a beautiful place, the Hilton Hawaiian. Will they let you just keep coming and doing what you're doing? I have no idea. They probably won't after this time. But um, I don't know. Maybe they will because um, it just it doesn't seem to really make sense. If you do all the numbers, if you crush all the numbers. Basically, it's costing you seven hundred and seventeen dollars a night. Um, it just didn't make it. Just and you can't go anywhere else. You know what I mean? So I don't know. It just is. It's, it's. I really like the idea of it, but I, I probably won't do it. But but we're here and it's beautiful and uh, we love it here. We're we're overlooking the ocean, you know, and it's it's nice. So so what do we got to talk? Let's let's talk about last last week's. Uh, uh, UFC. Yeah, I UFC from uh, Brazil. Yeah, it was. Um, let's give the first fight, because I don't really the girl fight. It was, uh, I know it was a split decision. Could have gone either way. It was, wasn't that great. But wasn't it the next one, uh, Johnny Walker? Yeah, but this first fight, though, the only thing that was interesting was they were fighting at 115 pounds, the girls. Oh, yeah. And she missed weight by seven pounds. Seven pounds. That's like half her body weight. <laughs> Sarah Frota. She was way bigger than the other girl. The fight was boring, but she was so much bigger. I think she had to give up half her purse or forty percent of her purse or something. That would that'd be that that would be comparable. I might be exaggerating a tad, but not much. That'd be like uh, light heavyweights missing weight by like twenty pounds. Yeah, it's a lot percentage wise. Uh, anyway, she ended up losing, so uh, she lost so a split whatever. decision. So that was that fight was what it was. But I wanted to really see this next guy fight again, Johnny Walker. Man, who did he fight last time? We saw him drop the guy with the elbows. It was uh, the, yeah, that was Roundtree uh, or something. Yeah, was it Roundtree? Khalil, Khalil, Khalil Roundtree. Yeah, that, he dropped him with those elbows. With um, a short little elbow from a tight clinch. I, I. I've actually never, I probably have, but I don't remember. I, I've never remembered anyone drop someone, drop them. I've seen them cut them. I've seen them hurt them. I've never seen anyone dropped uh, with that short of an elbow. That's some, that's some torque. That's some power right there. So he fought, uh, do you know this guy, Justin Ledette, that he never fought? Never heard of him, no. He was a boxer. Yeah, and he got completely outclassed and outbeaten. Uh one thing I found interesting, um, 
I think, watch, it, I bet you Johnny Walker won't do that backflip again. <laughs> he didn't land very well. No, it looked like, I think he got hurt on that backflip because it looked like he kind of walked kind of gingerly after that. And I think he actually hurt himself. I hope not, but I bet you he's not going to do that backflip again. I didn't catch looked, that, but that guy has so much energy. I watched his post-fight um, his post fight at the conference afterwards, and he said he had so much energy, he was amped up, and the fight was only 15 seconds, so he had to get all his energy out somehow. Well, I thought he, I thought he got it out. I thought he got a lot of energy out. Uh, forget his walk-in, which is always just unbelievable. <laughs> the way he actually, he actually gave uh, the uh, the cut man Tate. He actually gave him a. He actually grinded against. I him think it was. A, I think you could consider it a lap dance. I think that was a lap. <laughs> yeah, that was a standing lap dance that he gave to Tate while Tate was trying to put on put on his. Uh, Put on his Vaseline and check his fingernails and stuff. He actually gave him a full-on standing lap dance. That was awkward as shit, but funny. But he and then has... when he gets in the cage, he's just he's. I, I think his shit is just. I think it's just un- unbelievably entertaining, and it's. I think it's great. I love it. I love I, watching him. I think the word is charisma. The people are gonna love this guy. He's uh, he's entertaining before the fight. He's entertaining during the fight, and he's entertaining after the fight. And there's no downside. He's not a he's not an ass. He's just he's all positive. He's like, if you don't like him, you're a douchebag. Yeah, he was cool. I like Johnny Walker. Uh, that fight lasted 15 seconds. <laughs> so I don't forget with uh, Roundtree if that was the second round, maybe that he knocked him out. I forget. But I, I'd be willing to bet it was the first round. Maybe the first round. So we haven't really seen Johnny Walker go deep in rounds, but this this no. fight was over in 15 seconds, and then he uh, he went nuts doing backflips and doing whatever. Then he was doing the caterpillar. <laughs> the caterpillar, whatever that is. He was pop locking walking oh, into the game. You know what's impressive? That guy is 6'4", and he could spring off of his back. You know, he's laying on his back. He can do the thing yeah. where he spring up to his feet. He's six foot four. He's no, he's very six, athletic. Six. He's six six. I Whatever. Thought. He's a super athletic guy. He's he really is. entertaining I, I to love, watch. I could watch him all day long. He's he is. Yeah, I think he's he's only had two fights in the UFC, but I'd be willing to bet he's the real deal. He's we need to be see him fight uh, one of the you know some some ranked opponents. Yeah, yeah he wants yeah. to fight a lot. I think he said in his interview he wants to fight a few. You know, as much as he possibly can this year. So I think we'll get to see him again soon. Good. Yeah, that was a hook. So that was what was that a hook kick that he kicked him with? Looked like a hook kick and a spinning back fist. Yeah, he did like a he did a hook kick, then turned around with a spinning back fist. And then he tried to soccer kick him when he was on it, the ground. It, <laughs> yeah, I it, to me it looked like it looked at different angles. At one angle, it looked kind of illegal-ish, but at the other angle, I think it looked like he was, he was just trying to kick him in the body really hard. Right, I agree. I think he was, and he, he so. mentioned that after the fight, that he goes, I didn't do anything wrong, I was going to kick him in the body. So Yeah, it looked like he was about to kick him in the body. And then he dropped some bombs Different on angle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's 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 a knockout. He's, he's, a, he's a, I think if he can get through a couple more fights in the UFC, I think he's going to be in. 
I I bet he'll be in the top five. Um, what is it? February, uh, within three fights. Yeah, impressive, fun to watch. Can't wait to see him fight again. Young guy, he's twenty six, so hopefully he'll be around a while. Yeah, I, I hope so. I'd love watching him fight. I could watch. I I wish he could clone himself on every weight class. He's he's unbelievable. <laughs> he's awesome. At, he's light heavyweight, right? He's two hundred five. That's a great yeah, great weight great um great weight class for him. He looks so good. And then who we got? Who is the next one? I think it was uh, Charles Oliveira and Tamer. This was the eye, double eye poke in round one. Yeah. What, what round did he stop him? He stopped him. Uh, stopped him in round the third two. or second round two. Okay. Yeah, Oliveira. Uh, he yeah he got he got poked really bad. Um, I mean even a poor uh, poor Michael uh, Bisping had to watch that he was commentating and it's like that must bring back just brutal brutally um, unpleasant memories for him because I mean he got a scare he was I mean he almost went blind you know um, Michael Bisping had like serious eye surgery he wasn't gonna fight again and. He went through that really badly. So watching, watching it happen to someone else must bring back terrible memories for him. It's just like, I mean, because he was like blind in one eye for a while and shit. So that was, yeah. So he was, uh, you know, he, he he made a good point. You know, he's, he's, I mean, the guy was doing it. He should have. He got point taken away right away. Why the fuck shouldn't he? Because. Oliveira can't fight anymore the same. His, his fighting is now hampered no matter what. It's impaired. When Glover got poked in the eye by, um, we well, got poked in like two fights, but uh, the Gustafsson fight, he couldn't even see straight for like a couple days. I mean, it's not, the, the ref can give you a five minute break, but it's a moot point. You're not, you're not going to see any better in, in five minutes. You know what I mean? It's like, you, you just, it's not the same. You're not going to be able to, you're not going to be able to see again in, in five minutes. You're just going to be a day or two. So one point, I think it was a very fair call. And I think if they let it go on, and he and he gets and he got stopped, I don't think you should. I don't think you lose a fight. I don't think you should be able to lose once you get eye poked. I think the the best the guy can do if he outpoints you, it can be a no no contest or you could beat him. But I don't think you should ever be able to lose a fight. Where you get your your opponent's fingers jammed into your fucking eye sockets. It was both eyes, and uh, yeah, they no. showed him afterwards. His eyes were red. It's like they were super inflamed after he got poked. And that's one of those injuries you see it happen live, and you're like, "Oh, I got to see that again." It didn't look that bad, and then you see it in slow motion. It looks horrible, like just he went so knuckle painful. deep. It's like he, it's like he went knuckle deep. He almost had he he went so deep into his fucking skull. He, it looked like he had, uh, it had CSF rhinorrhea. It looked like he had, he's going to have cerebral spinal fluid coming out of his nose. It was a bad eye poke, but he recovered clearly. And uh, it was round two. I think well, round two, he, he kept... stopped him with, el- I think he hit him with a good elbow and broke his broke oh, his yeah. orbital floor. He broke his orbital a... bone. Uh, uh, but he did it fairly, yeah. He did it fairly with an elbow, but he definitely uh, inflicted some damage with that elbow, and then that it was oh, all yeah. over after that. 
It was brutal. Uh, but, yeah, I don't think you should be able to lose a fight if you're fouled that badly. Have like we? a ball kick, you know, <laughs> that's one thing. Has uh, one of your fighters ever drug you into the ring like he drug his coach into the ring after that fight? Did you see that? He pulled him over it. the cage into the ring and then put him in an arm bar, his coach. <laughs> oh, I did see. I didn't know that was his coach. That was his coach. He pulled him. He, like, yanked him into the octagon, like, over this cage. It was pretty good. He was pretty excited. He's, he's, he's a pretty entertaining guy. The two Oliveras, aren't they both Charles Oliveras, too? Cowboy Oliveira? I think his, his – oh, no, he's Alex. He's Alex. The two Oliveras are um, – are unbelievable. I think they're really good because they're both fantastic strikers, very, very effective strikers, but they're also jujitsu guys and they're all around guys. So I like watching them fight. Uh, the first round though was, uh, yeah, it looked like it looked pretty. Uh, he got poked, but even besides that or before that, I think it looked like uh, the other guy was doing doing a pretty good job job on his stand up and he looked pretty confident, but. Uh, but uh, Char- Charles definitely warmed down and beat the fuck out of him and knocked him out. Yeah, he was dominant in round two. Have you seen that before where the ref takes a point after one eye poke like that? I've seen referees take one point away for the first foul. Usually they give a warning. Usually they give a verbal warning. Then the second one is usually next one is a point. Usually it's the third one that's the point away. But if something if it's something that 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 was a really good call by that referee. Who was the referee? I don't even know. But if there's something that blatant and that decisively uh, impairing, I think that was a great call, and I think should be a point right away. Yeah, I, I agree that it was nice that it happened right away. I think the fighter was a little stunned, but uh, the fight still, despite the eye poke, the point didn't end up mattering because uh, no. he got beat. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think it was a good call, a good fight. Uh, Oliveira's uh, he's lost a couple of tough ones, but uh, he's definitely a competitor and he's definitely a contender. I think he submitted. So got, he who, submitted him at the end. I think. Anyway, who else we got? the next one was Damian Maya and Lyman Good. It's, it's Damian's just he's is. It's like when, when you watch Damien fight, you know, it's, if, if he gets his hands on you, you have to run, you have to um, create di- distance, you have to be uh, horizontal, uh, you have to be uh, lateral, and you have to try to catch him. If you don't catch him, you know, you're, you're going to get, if he has his hands on you, 99% of the time you're getting submitted. He's... He's probably the most uh, dangerous submission guy in the UFC right now. I, I'd say I would say he's number one. You got a, uh, you got a uh, what you call the the, uh, the alligator is probably right up there. Um, Jacare. Jacare, but I think just because, but he doesn't have the hands Jacare has or the takedowns. But I think just in just um, submission scariness when he gets on. His hands on you. I think he's the scariest guy. Once he gets his hands on you, it just—it's like it's all over. It's scary shit. That was first round. I don't know if that was a choke. I think it was a neck crank. What, did you see that? 
Wasn't he on his back? He was on it. Yeah, he's wearing it. He was like a backpack there on uh, on his back, yeah. standing. I looked like a choke to me. Yeah, I'll have to look yeah. at that again. Look like yeah, I looked like a choke. So, but I, it's he's he's such a nice, quiet, forty-one-year-old. Uh, um, you know, he's just he's he's gotten better with his takedowns. He's gotten semi, somewhat better with the striking. Not really, uh, nothing like Jacare, but he's just so. Once he gets his hands on you, you just go, "Okay, the guy's done." This is, and he usually is. And this, uh, so it's, yeah, that was, that was. So that he was likes to fight. end the fight without either guy getting hurt. That's what he. I think that's what he said. He he, he prefers to end it with no one getting hurt and just submit the he's, guy. He is a class act. He's, he, you'll never. If you don't like Damian Meyer, you're a douchebag. I mean, <laughs> everybody, theme. everybody loves uh, everybody loves Damian Meyer. You can't you cannot dislike him. Um, sometimes you wish he got a little better on his striking, but his his submission game is like second to none. So watching him fight is just funny because you're like, oh shit! Just you're just waiting for him to get his hands on the guy. So that was interesting. So uh, that was a good fight. It was quick. Another quick, good fight. I think the next fight, um, is it all Brazilians from here on out? I think yeah. so. It was uh, Jose Al- or Jose Aldo and uh, Renato Moicano. Oh, my God. Number two against number five. Oh, my God. What, that was the first round. Can you make the coffee? Is there any way? Um, that was the first round, right? It was round two. Oh, it was? Okay. Because the first round, uh, they went back and forth, but uh, Jose definitely won it. Um, how I was old is Jose? Term- how old is he? Do you know? Do you know how old he is? No, I'll, I'll guess 33. He's but been around a while. Yeah, but he's, he's a, yeah, he's been a lot. He's been around a lot, but he hasn't been around like the length of a while. So I, I bet he's like 33. Yeah, he's 30. It's 32. Oh, You're close. that's a guess. <laughs> he just oh, had his shit. birthday, though. Oh, but because uh, he's starting, he has a uh, he has a chain of clothing stores, Aldo, all around. I'm joking. He, there's a there's a chain of Aldos. There's a chain of all. It's called Aldo A L D O, and they're all over the place. There's one in Santa Monica Mall. There's one all over. But anyway, every, I used to like put pictures up on uh, on on. Uh, on Twitter, and I'd say congratulations, and I'd tag him in them, and he would like write me back, like dude, write me back, thank you, Pitmaster. But like after the fifth or sixth time, he just ignores it. I was like, he's probably thinking like, all right, that was funny the first four or five times, now it's fucking boring, so he doesn't, he doesn't even write back anymore. <laughs> but every time I see an Aldo store, I'll post him. I'll post something on Twitter. <laughs> Right, I bet you next time he sees me, he's gonna he's gonna learn enough English just to tell me to stop it. You're a fucking boring lo- old piece of shit. But anyway, uh, I was nervous the way he was rushing because that's the way he rushed uh, Connor when he got caught. You know, rushing like that is so dangerous to the guy you're rushing if you catch him because there's so much momentum and. So much power coming at you like a fucking train, but on the, on the other side of that, you run into something, 
it's your power knocking you out. And that's what happened with Aldo, with, uh, with Connor. You know, he ran into his left hand. And when he started, like, rushing the guy, I was like, oh, shit. Because I, I almost always want Jose to win. But, man, that left hook was fucking, it was like textbook. Just the way he threw it high, low, up, down. He just he just threw that left hook, and then he added in a couple right hooks. But that was a left hook clinic. That was a plethora of um, of beautiful left hooks. And the ones to the body did some real damage. But then he brought it up top and knocked him out. It was, it was like, he's back. Where, where, if, if you think he went anywhere, he's back. He's dead. That guy's a badass. Yeah, I I agree. It was a pretty impressive fight. And he fought um, Jeremy Stevens and hit him with that same left to the liver. Uh, oh, to the body. It was, it was ugly. Yeah. He's uh yeah, he's such a, he's such an exciting fighter. He's, he's yeah, he I mean he he's been exposed to his weaknesses with but but whatever. He has some weaknesses like all of us. <laughs> but his fighting is is He's he's definitely a contender, so I love that fight. Well, you know he was rushing him and he got his guard down because he was just swinging, but Moicano was just like in retreat mode, so he wasn't he wasn't swinging back at all. He was just covering. Yeah, up. and I've seen a couple guys getting chased like that, and you re- and while they're retreating, um, Anderson Silva. Chuck Liddell, Muhammad Ali, um, uh, Mayweather. I mean, I've seen guys actually moving backwards with a rushing opponent and still be able to knock him out because you don't need that much power when you're moving backwards when the guy's running forward that that uh, aggressively. So it did make me nervous, but it worked out fine, and I'm glad he won. The other guy is a badass too, but I'm definitely glad Jose won. And then we had another Brazil versus Brazil. Um, this was the second time they fought. It was Moraes and uh, Asensio. What did yeah. you think of that fight? Uh, I, I thought it was I thought it was like an edge of your seat fight, and uh, I honestly had no idea who was going to win. Um, but what did, what did Maurice, uh, uh What did he catch him with? Caught him with an overhand right, like two times in a row. Oh, okay, he caught him with like two or three overhand right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that was a beautiful overhand right. Oh my god. Yeah, he did. Um, he went back and forth a little bit, uh, but I think I think uh, Senchow is so good. But I think uh, how do you say his last name? A Senchow. Like Mar? No, the other guy, Marlon. Maurice. Uh, yeah, Maurice. Maurice is he's. He wherever wherever he was, uh, and wherever he came to, he's there, and uh, he's gonna be his fucking last three knockouts were um, is is scary. Whoever's gonna fight him, I mean, the first one was that brutal knee that knocked a guy out for like seven minutes. It looked like a coma, and it was scary as shit. And then he was scared. I mean, I think he was crying after the fight. Because you don't want, I mean, no fighter wants to hurt their opponent. I mean, he was scared because this guy wasn't moving. I felt really bad for him and his opponent. But then then his last fight, that unbelievable top of the, like, 
knocked the crown of the guy's head off with that beautiful switch kick. Um, first kick, first fight was a knee. Now, then a switch kick. Now it's an overhand right. Let me ask. Let me ask you this: What the fuck can't he knock you out with? I think he could knock you out with anything he lands. What I mean, did he land he, on Sterling? Which one did he land on? It was the knee. That it was, was a knee. That was the one where he fell down and was out, right? He was out. He was yeah. out for like he was in a coma. He yeah. was he was out for like seven minutes or something stupid. That was a round uh, one. Round one. Yeah, that was round one. And then this that's that other kick, it was a switch roundhouse kick. His shin like landed on the on, on the top of the guy's head. Um and it, he went out. And then this one was an overhand right. There's nothing he can't knock you out with. I mean, it's like whatever lands is going to knock you out. You know, most guys have a preference. Like, I'll knock you out with a hook. I'll knock you out with a head kick. Maybe I'll knock you out with a knee. But it looks like he'll just knock you out with anything that lands. So I, I, I don't know how you train for him. Yeah. After the fight, um, Sun Sal beat him last time. After the fight, yeah. um, I really like to see... You know, the loser, Sun Sao, was very respectful. You know, he wasn't complaining. He wasn't, you know, he took his loss. I think I think people don't like to lose. I think these guys, um, you know, there's certain personality to be in there fighting in the first place. But I really like to see that. Like, even in the, his loss, he was very respectful uh, to Moraes, even though he beat him the first time they fought. It's, it's, it's the toughest sport to lose it. There's no... Now, I mean, you lose a football game. Oh, I lost a game where you throw a ball around. You lose a basketball game, same thing. You lose a baseball game. Oh, I hit the ball, I lost. But when you're one-on-one with one other guy and you guys are trying to take each other's manhood and you lose, there's no other feeling like that. There's, and these guys that have that kind of class after a loss, it just it speaks volumes about their, their integrity. It's like... You know, I can't imagine losing a fight and being that classy. I, I just, I would just walk away. Well, I was just <laughs> contrasting it to the Dillashaw Cejudo fight, where Dillashaw trained for like twelve weeks to get down to 125, and he lost, and he was so upset, and just he was just so upset. He didn't know what to do. He was just angry. But, let, but with, to his defense, and and I think it was a good stoppage for the referee. Um, then when I looked at it in slow-mo, I think maybe it could have gone a little longer, but that is not the referee's fault. He doesn't have slow-mo. Um, even though I do know some people that like, it's like they think in slow motion. They're like, either they're, they're just slow. It's like they're semi-retarded or something. But you ever see a guy, he like, he must think in slow motion, but I don't think this referee did. So he can't, I mean, he's not a slow motion guy, but to be, to be honest, I see TJ Dillashaw's uh, point. He does. He honestly doesn't think it should have been stopped, and that's a terrible feeling to have that taken away from you. I don't think. I don't think he he went. Um, I think he was in within his in, within his uh, boundaries. I don't think he went overboard on it. I don't think he was he was rude about it. I think he was severely disappointed, and I think he had a good reason to be. Um, I think he thinks it was stopped too early. I don't think he was really disrespectful. I, I don't think he went out of, out of line. So I see his point. And uh, Sun Chao, he got fucking knocked out. He couldn't argue that point. Right. You know? So it, it's a different, it's a different, 
it's different, it's like, but it's also it's different. And I also don't yeah. think TJ took anything away from Henry Cejudo. No, he no, agreed he that Cejudo. You know what Cejudo's supposed to do? He won. So it's nothing yeah. against Cejudo, and I think he was respectful of him. It's just a very I like seeing a sunset. I like seeing the end of a fight like that. It's more satisfying. Yeah. The loser knows he lost, and he's very respectful about it. And I think that yeah. does say a lot about him. I'm not it knocking does. on TJ Dillashaw. I'm just saying there's just a difference in the way the fights ended. Yeah. You don't like to see that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like to see poor sport losers um, either. My uh, To this day, I, I think I've mentioned on the show before, my favorite ending to a fight ever. There's been so many. Um, there's so much respect out there. And it's, it's I love to watch that. But it was when Rampage <laughs> lost to... Leota Machida, and he really won, but they gave Leota the, the decision. No, 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 no. He really lost, and they gave him the decision. I'm sorry. Right. And I've never seen a fighter do this before or after. And he actually looked at the uh, announcer, goes, and when he was being interviewed, he goes, I don't know what the fuck fight you were watching. I just got my ass whooped. I don't know what the judges were watching. I should have lost that fight. I've never seen anything like that since. And that was probably my favorite ending to a fight ever. <laughs> I've never seen a guy do that. Because even when guys know they lost, but they got gifted a decision, even though they know they lost, they never have the integrity to go, hey, I didn't really win that fight. Rampage has done that. <laughs> well, more often, than not, you see guys, more often than not, you see guys that lost that think they won the fight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you see that more often. Yeah. So... But anyway, it was a good card. It was a good card. Um, what do you think of ESPN? Do you think it makes? Do you think it's any different than uh, than Fox? It's a little different feel to it, but I can't put my finger on it. It's just a little different feel. Um, um, how do you? How, where were the prelims? I didn't watch the prelims, but I watched ES, <laughs> ESPN Plus. Was like right on the Apple TV app. It was easy. Yeah, it, it so looked, that's easy. It looked but... great, streamed great, it's fine. Okay, yeah. I just, I just don't like having to search around for the prelims and search around, like, Fox, there was, like, 18 different Foxes to watch the main card on. It was, like, it was always a guessing game. I would, like, I would fucking Siri it, I would Google it, I would fucking, I would even, like, uh, what do you call it, eBay it, like, try to find it and shit. I couldn't find it anywhere, and it was just, I would just have to go through all 18 foxes to finally find it well i watched I was usually halfway what oh i was just gonna say i watched the fights but then i went back and watched espn put out a recap or re like a replay or a um, fight summary on youtube it was awesome they showed every fight they showed the finishes um it was really good so it was put out by espn so why would you even buy pay for espn plus if you're gonna get a free on uh well, it wasn't YouTube the whole fight. It was just a recap, but they it was highlights. Oh, okay, okay. So the highlights from the fight were great, though. They put it together. It was really good. So oh, good. if you don't have time to watch the fights and you just want to see what happens, like 10 minutes, and they show they basically show you <laughs> all the good stuff from the oh, fight. Oh, good. I'm going to check it out. Yeah. So, it's just ESPN Plus. Okay, I'll, I'll check well, no, it out. No, it was just on, on YouTube. I think YouTube just – I mean YouTube. YouTube ESPN put it on YouTube. So I think for anyone that wants to see one of these fights they put on ESPN – and don't have time, just watch the, the highlight reel because they put together a really nice highlight reel. 
Oh, cool. From all the fights, That's show the good. finishes and everything. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. So we're here, in, we're just here in Hawaii now, finishing up our vacation. And uh, man, it's beautiful here. Beautiful. So you get to see your mom? Yeah, yeah I, 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 uh, I'm in Honolulu or the, you know, Oahu. And then on her birthday, I planned to go over there. So I, I jumped in a cab early in the morning, got to the airport, went through security. I don't know why you have to go through TSA if you're going island to island. There's never been a hijacking uh, inner island, so I don't know why you have to go through that all that TSA shit. But it's a, I guess it's a money maker for, for someone. Um, but so, basically, went over there for the day, got there at ten, stayed till five, and then flew back. But I get to take her out to lunch and and just hang out with her all day for her birthday. It was her eighty eighty eighth. Wow. Really? So mom, Man, she mom's eighty-eight. Yeah, thanks. She's uh, yeah, she's a uh, she's eighty-eight, and we, we hung out, went to dinner, talked, and I went over some of her medical things. She always shows me her medical uh um like what's what's new with her rec- her labs, and and she has a new oxygen thing. And I used to be a respiratory therapist, so I helped her with her oxygen, and her she has that nebulizer because she had some pneumonia. So went over that and just hung out, watched TV, and uh, oh, we didn't watch TV. We just uh, sat in her uh, living room, beautiful house she has, and it's open, just like all the, you know, it's like it's like these doors. What kind of doors are those called? Yeah. It's kind of like a slider, but they fold, you know. And she just keeps it all open. She has a real open house and some property in Hawaii that's beautiful and. Let's just spend the day with her. So it was a beautiful uh, trip, and then got to come home, and now I'm hanging around with uh, my beautiful wife, and and getting to see some, got to see some, seeing my old friends. Uh, one of my one of my best friends from high school met us at the beach a couple of days ago, and brought his barbecue and, and a shit ton of fun uh, food, and he barbecued us steaks. That's pretty cool. Is this the so same guy that made you dinner last time you were there? Yep, he's the one that made us our hunt, our um, anniversary dinner. Yeah, that was cool. Warren Sasaki's his name. He's, in, he's one of my best friends in high school, and uh, he, he actually was my best friend in high school. And uh, um, now he's a chef. He loves he loves to fish, and he's a chef, and he likes to dance. Um, so he. Uh, and there was eight of us because Casey Johnson family's here. His fam, Casey Johnson family's here too. So they, they showed up for the dinner. He, they were invited too. So there was eight of us, you know. And then him and his girlfriend. So there was ten people, and he just cooked these unbelievable steaks. Oh my god, we have never Heather. Have you ever had steak like that? No, we've never had steak that good. This guy is such an unbelievable cook. It's it's just like. Like the 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 anniversary meal he made for us was the best meal I've ever eaten in my life, bar none. And the steak was the best steak Heather's ever tasted. It was like this guy's a chef, and that's what he does for a living. And uh, we're lucky enough to have him as a friend. So <laughs> then you get plus you're eating at the beach in Hawaii, so that's not so bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a win-win. So that's why we're here. But uh, I'll be back. Uh, I'll be back uh, this weekend, and then we will have our, our podcast on the regular day next week. 
Sorry, we're a day late, guys. You're traveling. It's, it's all right. So we got we'll have fights again this weekend to talk about. Oh yeah, who's fighting? It's uh, the uh, Anderson Silva's fighting. That's the one I want to see. Oh shit! That's I not the main event that. though. I think uh, Gastelum. Who's he fighting? Oh, Gastelum. And Whitaker. Whitaker at the main event. Oh, I think I it's in it. Australia. Yeah. ESPN? It's in Australia. That's it's a pay per view. Pay per view. Okay. So All right, we're gonna watch it this week, and we'll talk about it. Uh, um, we'll talk about it uh, Monday or Tuesday. If I don't make it back, record it for me. I will. I'm gonna actually. I'll be out of town. Okay. I'll we'll be in San Jose. I'll be back Sunday. All right. All right, brother. All right, man. Have fun in Hawaii. Right, guys, Rest up. See you guys out there. Thanks. Don't forget, share us and tell all your friends about the best podcast in the world. And we'll be back in studio next week, so the audio will probably be better. Oh, and, so. and, and who, who mentioned me twice last week on their podcast? Who? <laughs> what? Joe Rogan. He's talking about you? Of course he he's talking about you. I know he mentioned me twice. I was, I was honored. I, I really appreciated that. We'll talk about that next time. All right, bro. All right, take it easy. Have fun in Hawaii, man. See ya. Thanks, bro.